Are you like me where you're often called upon to lead worship by yourself from acoustic guitar? Well, today I want to give you five tips that are guaranteed to help you in your next worship session. Let's talk about it. Welcome to Blueprint Sounds. My name is Nathan Smith. Thank you for joining me. Today, we're going to help out the solo worship leaders, the one man or one woman bands. But before we do, I want to give you something. If you go to my website, blueprintsounds.com, you can get access to my free PDF, 25 chart-topping arrangement tricks that work. Say you're in a worship practice and you have a song that's okay, but it, it needs an extra bump. You can download this free PDF and it gives you 25 great ideas on arrangement tricks on how to grab and keep people's attention. It gives you a couple sentences about why the trick works and then it gives you a song from the radio so that you can hear the example in real life. Again, it's totally free and I'm also going to be sending some other stuff in your inbox that I don't put out anywhere else on social media. So get access to that and I should also let you know that right now is my biggest sale of the year. Sparkling Electric Guitar, my six-week online guitar course, is only $35, down from $97. It is a great deal right now, until Christmas Day. So, if you're an electric guitar player looking for some help in your playing, make sure to go and grab that course. All right, let's get to our five tips for solo worship leaders. All right, so to show you the five tips, I'm going to be playing my rendition of Joyful Joyful, and we're going to start right with... Tip number one, before we even start the song, your first job is to know the first note that you're going to sing. I've done this as a a worship leader, and I've seen this happen, where you're on stage, and you've got to go around four times more uh, because you can't remember what the note is. Or worse yet, you start singing and you go, joyful, joyful, oh no, that's not the first note at all. Well, in joyful, joyful, the first note that you sing is a B. Joyful, joyful. Okay? And when you're in the key of G. So, what I might do is I might strum that note, I might pick that note out so I can hear it, or I might make an intro that uses that note, so something like this. Joyful, joyful. Okay, and we're off to the races. Don't just expect that the first note is magically going to take care of itself, because things can get confusing, especially if it's deeper in the, the set list. You might not hear it immediately, so have a plan for finding it on your instrument. That takes us to tip number two, and that is to tap your foot before you start the song. This often bites people when they come from a fast song to a slow song or a slow song to a fast song. They don't have their new tempo in mind and they start the song too quickly, and that puts too much pressure on you as a vocalist to get the chorus out, especially if it's wordy, and the congregation, it's uncomfortable. Or the other side of that is if it starts too slow, you're stuck with it, and no matter what you do, no matter how much strumming you add, that song is going to feel lifeless. So when you finish one song, take a breather. I know the transitions. There's a lot of, you know, oh, no, we don't want dead space. Everything feels more heightened on stage. Take a second, center yourself, get that new tempo in your brain. The best way to do that, here's the part B of this tip, is to sing the chorus in your head. So I'm thinking, joyful, joyful, we... That's good. Okay, that feels right. That's where I want to be. And begin. 
Don't start until you, the one-man show, know exactly what tempo you want to be at before you let any music out, or else you're going to have to suffer the consequences for the rest of the song. Let's go to tip number three. Tip number three is palm mute your second verse. So if I go through joyful, joyful, the first chorus, everybody's heard it. All right, everybody knows what the chord progression is. I don't need to do that again. I'm going to bring it down. So instead of joyful, joyful, we adore thee. At full tilt, now I'm going to go all thy works with joy surround thee. That gives me somewhere to go. I can get big. I can start to, you know, give more strumming as we get through that stanza. But unless I start small, I'm going to have nowhere to go. And I'm going to end up shouting this song the entire time. So that's tip number three. Palm mute your second verse so that you've got room to grow. Tip number four. Learn to play with a groove. Let me show you what the difference is between playing without a groove and with a groove. I'm going to play through the first part of Joyful Joyful and just play flat out. This is what you're not supposed to do. Joyful, joyful, we adore thee, God of glory, Lord of life. Hearts unfold like flowers before thee, opening to the sun above. You hear in that version that it is nothing but strumming the entire time. A lot of young guitarists do this, or even a lot of older guitarists that don't know any better. What I'm going to do instead is put more air in my playing so that it feels like there's a kick drum and it feels like there's a bass. Here we go. Joyful, joyful, we adore thee, God of glory, Lord of hearts So you notice that I am palm muting some, I'm hitting some, I'm, I'm smacking the strings. That's giving a percussive feel like there's a snare drum there, even though there's not. And I'm also emphasizing some of the bass notes occasionally so that it feels like there's a bass player there. So in my mind, I'm hearing a drummer go I'm hearing a bass player also play the right? All of that is going on and that's coming out, even though it's just one instrument, the guitar is a great instrument for that because it can allude to the bass, it can allude to the snare drum without having one there. So when you play, if you just strum only full chords the entire time, people never get a sense that there's a groove happening. They never get the sense that there's any percussion element. They just get mm, a bunch of frenetic chords. But if you pull back and put more air in your playing by you know, slapping on two, emphasizing the bass notes, and playing with the groove, you actually get the audience on your side because they start to feel that groove too, and they carry it with you rather than you having to carry the load. So that's tip number four. Make sure to play with the groove and don't just strum the entire time. That brings us to tip number five. Change up your rhythms and do some hits like a drummer would do fills. Let me show you what I'm talking about. I'm gonna to go to the second half of Joyful Joyful where it says melt the clouds of sin and sadness. Let me show you the, the wrong way to do it. We're just gonna strum all the way through. Melt the clouds of sin and sadness Drive the 
dark of doubt away. So you get the idea. Strum all the way through. It's the same strumming pattern as before. There's nothing interesting there. But listen to this. Melt the clouds of sin and sadness. Drive the dark of doubt away. I put some air in, and especially on that, um, that melt the clouds of sin and sadness, drive the dark of doubt away, boom, boom. There was that emphasis there where I really waited and then hit a couple chords. Just like a drummer would put a drum fill, I put a little chord fill in there, and that made that part special rather than just putting a bunch of chords and smearing over the top of it with rhythm. Again, Humans really, really like deviation from a pattern. We don't just like a pattern the whole way through. We don't just like a, a drum patch with no fills ever. So in your own playing, find a little spot where you can do something interesting. And usually that means not playing or emphasizing a rhythm a little bit more. Your entire audience will thank you if you can find a way to switch up your rhythms and take a break from just playing chords the entire time. Hey, I hope that episode helps you as you lead people in worship. Again, make sure to go to blueprintsounds.com forward slash 25 tricks to get access to that free PDF guide. And if you're an electric guitarist, my six-week online course, Sparkling Electric Guitar, is now only $35 until Christmas Day. It's the best deal of the year. Until next week, God bless and goodbye.